What's up? This is Mia. Yo, this is Tinkos. This is Drax. Hi, this is Milky. Kia ora. This is Corn Willis, and you're listening to. And you're listening. To- and you're listening to the Salt Shaker Podcast. And you're listening to Chrono on the Salt Shaker Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Salt Shakers. We'd like to apologize there for the uh, delays there, uh, just some uncertainties that's happened, uh, but oh well, um, the show must go on there. So we'll be having our next guest on very, very shortly. He'll be joining us very soon, so don't go away, we'll be right back. Here we go. Welcome to the Super Salt Shaker Podcast. Good evening everyone, welcome to another episode of Salt Shakers. Now tonight, we'll be having a special guest there. Uh, we'll be having Bloody Samon. Yep, what's up? Also known as Kid Liger back then. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll talk about that a yeah. bit more later. Yeah, yeah. so, um, I mean, it's been so long since, um, you know, you've been in the game. I mean, um, I've known you as long as I've started playing Tekken. And yeah. uh, all I remembered was uh, you had uh, less white hairs and uh, more <laughs> hair on your head. Back then, oh uh, man, you still yeah, play the, King though, but yeah. you know, was it Tekken 5 uh, <laughs> 5.0 days back in time zone? Um, fresh yeah. out of school as well, fresh out of high school. I was, uh, you're fresh out of high school. I was, I wasn't fresh out of high school because I think I was maybe three, four years after I finished high yeah, school. Yeah, just basically, uh, I just remembered just like, oh, the yeah. King player with like you know, with the massive beard and a head full of hair. <laughs> Now I'm the king player of the massive beard and no hair on my head. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like to think about those days back down in Time Zone Queen Street mm. um, with all the guys. Man, that was, that was so much fun. Um, and I actually came in through because I used to play a lot on my PlayStation. And I guess back then with King, I was what I was kind of a lab monster before lab monster was a mm-hmm. thing. And I used to just break apart what King can do, coming up with weird combinations. So. Uh, I think I, I, I decided to test myself and go to the arcades. Um, and that's when I met a whole bunch of you guys. And then like Chrono and, and Drax and Zazob and stuff. And uh, and man, you guys welcomed me with open arms. Especially I think with the way I played. Because I did well, a lot of weird shit. The, th- the funny thing though is that um, you, know, you had a lot of um, experience. I mean, you've done combos that we've never seen before. And that we've actually thought were quite unorthodox. Yeah. Yeah, you've actually done it. So, also, I have uh, Drax here with me, who's also going to be uh, assisting in this. <clears throat> yeah. well, you use that word. Yeah, I'd, I'd say your style overall is quite unorthodox. Yeah. And it, it's very, like, people take note of that. Like, losing to the stuff that you do, it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> that works? Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I've always been about style over substance. Like, you know, if I can get something mm. cool, and even if I lose, I'm like, man, I'm pretty happy with that. Because... Mm. You know, a lot of people will be like, oh, I didn't realize you could do that. Or, man, that looks pretty cool, you know. Because um, you used to do some good setups with King that, like, as I said, you know, I'm yeah. like thinking, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> like, it works. Yeah. Um, I don't actually, I don't really, you know, a lot of people talk about frame data and, you know, and, you know, with punishes and, and all that stuff, right? For me, that's that's too technical. Like, I'm very much a in the moment kind of guy mm. I like to feel it as I go and so I'll throw out random stuff because that's what feels right for me at the time so I, re- I very much um, play how I feel mm-hmm. rather than going okay if, if I block that I can do a 1-2 or 
or something. Sometimes you'll actually come in though, and you'll uh, you'll lose quite a lot because yeah. you're like, oh, I've I've got this new combo which I really want yeah. to try and get. But... Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Like I don't mind losing because I don't like you know as much as I love Tekken. Like Tekken's my all time favorite game. It's not a high priority for me. So I'd rather kind of just work on doing something new, doing something different, mm-hmm. being having fun. Like a lot of people forget to have fun. This is a, a freaking video game, you know. Yeah, but the thing um, is that um, sometimes we do get overtaken with salt. Yeah, yeah. Like it does, it does get the better of us. Yeah. Well, that's cases. that's why I'm here. I'm here to add a bit of pepper to the salt. Yeah, you know, brown skin, brown, brown skin. <laughs> the yeah. brown guy on the on the podcast, yeah. and adding a bit of pepper to uh, the we've salt. Got, we've got yeah. quite a few. We've got a handful of them brown guys. That's, the, them brown pretty. people are coming up on the podcast yeah. quite frequently, um, actually. Especially, uh, yeah, like especially that guy Simp on the in the chat yeah. there. Yeah, Simp. Yeah, he's 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 a good yeah. one, man. He's a good he's a good dude. Maybe you could tell us more about like how you started off with. Tekken or just with fighting games. Oh, okay, so uh, I'm Simon, right? Uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> of course, bloody Simon. So, as a t- as a typical Simon kid growing up, I was forced to learn the piano. Um, what? So, what? That's this is news to me. Oh yeah, so yeah, so I used to play the piano for like eight, ten years. What um, did I was you a kid. end up getting? I see. I can't remember because as soon as I got old enough to to call the shots, I decided not to play piano. So, do, so can you still play piano? Uh, kind of. Uh, it would take me. I'm um, really rusty, oh, but I, like okay. uh, it would take me. We've a bit. got a piano in the lounge, <laughs> so um, you can yeah. jam a few. Uh... I'm not Billy Joel, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So as a kid growing up, I, I went to piano lessons, and the piano lessons I went to were in Otahuhu. You know, I'm a Maori boy, South Auckland, and I got to my piano lesson early enough that I went to there was a spacey arcade. Uh, across the road from my um, from my music school. Yeah, and what games so, were there? Oh, uh, it was a whole bunch of stuff. But I remember distinctly Tekken One. Uh, Tekken One was there, and I remember putting my coin in and picking the tiger-looking guy because he looked cool. And then I mashed all the buttons. I was probably about what? How, how old's Tekken? Twenty seven, ninety five, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I would have been about twelve. Um, 12, 13, and I remember mashing all the buttons, and this tiger character did the suplex, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's a wrestler!" <laughs> and so I, that, that was the moment I fell in love with King, and I've been using King ever since. Were you were you into wrestling? Oh, like I was then? a huge wrestling fan. There's there's two things that I love uh, in my life that have uh, longer than I have taken, and that's comic books and pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. So. You know, finding a wrestling character who did wrestling moves in this video game blew my mind. That what it wasn't a wrestling game, it was a fighting game. So I was like, oh man, I love this character. I guess when you look at King, like, yeah, I guess I yeah. I too didn't know what to expect and then when you did all the the yeah. chain grapples and stuff, it's like, wow, that's actually really good. Yeah, cool. so yeah, so that was that was the first time uh, I fell in love with the character and that's that's when I fell in love with Tekken. And so I've been using King ever since Tekken One. So you are a king like main like yeah, king no, no one else no one yeah, else king, yeah, king and armor king were my boys oh, you know um, so yeah so pretty much if they're a wrestler I would probably use them um, I, I've dabbled with JC and Tick and Tag 2 but I didn't have enough time to really um, blow open what she can really do yeah. I just loved all the gimmicky moves she had um, but yeah but king king and armor king pretty much I've been using since day one Okay. Yeah. Oh, true. Okay. So, that's my so, secret origin. <laughs> were, you, were you quite 
um, affected when Armor King didn't make the the T seven. Oh yeah, I was, I was, I was, and then yeah, I was like, oh no, Armor King, and then they gave some of Armor King's handy moves to King. I was like, oh, it doesn't mean there's not going to be an Armor King at all, um, because some of the handy stuff that Armor King has, King has in seven, and all I was thinking was, if they were going to give something to King. Give him the bloody dark upper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all King needs is a dark upper, and I'd be like, I'd be happy. Um, he had he had an unblockable, which was like a wave dash notation. Oh, yeah, the three? wave dash three. I wanted that kick. Actually, yeah, that would have been cool. That'd be pretty handy. I yeah. uh, I know in seven, uh, I've hit a few people with the double jaguar step four, the unblockable. Yeah. Just because they're expecting just to block a, a high. Yeah. And then, and then they, they realize after two Jaguar steps, it's unblockable. Mm. Um, and it, it's a wall splat too. So like, oh. But I think I think if you hit people out of the air, it turns into a tailspin. Really? Yeah. I remember hitting someone in the air and it's a tailspin. And, oh, and then I had a running cowboy muffin. Like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, but because it's such a long move, it's very, very hard to have a setup with a double, yeah. with a double Jaguar step four. Um, mm. But yeah. So no, that's, that was how I got into King and how I got into Tekken. Um, actually speaking of which um geese just got released on playstation i think he was released for like pc or 360 yesterday yeah did you happen to try him at all today uh not really uh i saw that he he had he had come unlocked uh for ps4 and i just checked out his uh customizations really just to see what he had were they they all right oh it was just all the basic stuff yeah uh plus like you know his kimono his phoenix kimono and um and stuff but there's one player on twitter incognito he kept tweeting co- like like you know combos of geese this yeah. morning and man the stuff i saw some of those though. on the howard level yeah. holy man that stage i think that's that stage like a lot triple, of people are gonna be like, like triple wall break like triple, triple yeah. wall break like wow yeah, triple wall break balcony break and then yeah it was it's, like, it's crazy isn't it yeah that's so true. a lot of people are gonna be loving that stage eh? yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy, especially with Paul. You know, you can oh, just, you can just no, like you can Paul. death fist him yeah. through the through the wall. Yeah. Death and fist, death carry fist. again. Yeah. Death Ra- fist, rage drive, death yeah. fist. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be a gonna circus, be. man. So, Macau, what about in terms of getting into Tekken, sort of on a more competitive level? I mean, have you ever thought about you know sort of coming to more of these events? I know you're coming to them now. Yeah. Um, you you to- you totally um, missed out on. Uh, Ticket six, and you missed out on um, tag two. I, yeah, I haven't really yeah. seen you around that much. Yeah, because like six, I hate it. I hate six because King sucked, and so Armor King was cool, but King sucked in six, so I hate six. Ticket tag two, I had a lot of fun, but again priorities. Uh, as much as I love Tekken, uh, my my comic work and my wrestling work takes priority over Tekken, and so as I, I do play Tekken tag two. Um, but I, I couldn't really make all the events and stuff because I was busy, you know, doing comic work, wrestling, or traveling around the world and whatnot. So, yeah. Even the events that you do make, you tend to put on quite a show. Like, even <laughs> when you're just there. Like... Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because, like, I remember I remember the, the days of Tekken 5 before the boys and stuff and, like, spending hours and lots of money at the arcades. Um, and I, I remember that camaraderie. You know, the energy, the vibe, you know, like a lot of us will be talking shit, but you know, um, there's a lot of salt as well. Yeah, there was, there, there was a, a lot, lot of salt. It's, it's actually yeah. a lot better now, um, yeah. you know, in the community these yeah. days, you know, I remembered, um, D Sam, yep. um, when he was obviously, you know, king of the mountain, yep. uh, back in Tekken five days, but then now he's coming back for Tekken six, 
and he basically just told me over dinner one night he goes you know what the community's a lot different you know yep. i'm not used to it eh? there's just <laughs> um, um yeah, yeah. Uh, back then you know we would see you know oh it's like oh okay it's it's blue jacket guy yep. or, oh it's um black backpack guy yep. oh it's indian law player <laughs> you know yeah uh, and then there's there's always this like sort of rivalry yeah or or somewhat some kind of passive aggressiveness in like sort of the communication yeah you know sure we'll give each other the nod but you know we'll just be talking shit about them like you know um in the back-to-back machines yeah, with yeah our, you see our other friends talking yeah. talking smack from the other end of the yeah, machine yeah, and stuff. exactly but, yeah so it's but, yeah I, yeah i remember that stuff fondly and when tekken 7 came out because i wasn't a fan of 7.0 and when i started playing it it felt like i was playing underwater like the the movements really choppy and really cumbersome um but then with uh fr and and the console version i was like man this is so much better like the movement was better and stuff and i, I started having fun with it and then coming to like the lpl uh Tekken world tour event catching up with the guys from Tekken five days yeah. and like i it reminded me of what was fun about back in the days and yeah. so uh so now i want to try and make as many of these events as i can uh while i while my schedule permits um because I, I i can see it i was like man this is really fun just hanging out with people playing games you know talking shit but like in a friendly manner nothing too serious exactly nothing, like for me yeah. I've, I've never really been a real salty guy um and so so yeah for me i'm just i'm just out there to have fun that's when i that's why when i saw you at the second at the lpl international event yeah. and i saw you rock up and i'm thinking oh man please tell me you brought this mask it's go time baby let's yeah. go well yeah like that's something else i bring as well as like the my wrestling experience as well like the the kind of um personality that persona um just a bit of flavor to a very vanilla <laughs> a very well, vanilla cause, cause, um yeah, yeah. scene kind of thing because it just it just makes people like enjoy it They're like oh, this is actually well, kind of cool here's the funny thing though is that um we are still kind of underdeveloped as a as a um, community in yep. Tekken whereas Street Fighter has been a tighter community yep. for a very very long time um, so that's the reason why I think that it is important that um, you know in the in the fighting game communities um, you know whether it's Tekken I mean we're all one fighting game community yep. but obviously you still have people branching um, you know in certain sort of groups or hanging on to their certain groups yep. like for example you know uh, you'll have someone like NCA um, you know that would always hang out in the Tekken side. You have Julian, yeah. uh, you have Virtual Bacon, who's always just going to be sort of Tekken yeah. orientated. Um, whereas you know, for me, I've hung out with David, I've hung out with Iron Soul, uh, and all the other Street Fighter boys. You yeah, know? and it's it's good to like sort of have that banter. Yeah, no, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's always cool. It's like, oh, who, who's, so, who, which one's the better game, Street Fighter or Tekken? Mm, and yeah. Like, so um, I think that it is important for yeah. us just to have these characters. You know, like you know, you have these bad guys like you know Cure who yeah. would always rock up the <laughs> well, crowd. You, you think You'll he's have, a bad guy? Yeah. I think he's a villain. Uh, um, his character is a villain. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, Just the way that he sort of like you know winds up the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. No, that, no, that that kind of stuff makes a scene. You know, um, it kind of showcases the different personalities um, that are part of the scene. You know, but for me, it's just about having fun. Like I want to go out there and have fun and do something different stand out a bit um and so yeah so like i mask up for tournaments because that's just funny um and so yeah so that's that's my goal really is to go out there play well and have fun 
it makes you quite unique as a um, as a player because you know like I think as we've hinted you know some people they just kind of stay in the ticket scene they don't have anything else going on yeah. with that level of importance whereas with you you know there's a, there's quite an interesting story you know like you said with your work the work that you do for communities and stuff yeah yeah, um, yeah. no it's like I just I just want to have fun really and then just go out there and do what I love you know, whether it's comics wrestling or Tekken um, so yeah so everything I do I go out there and, and try to make sure I enjoy myself mm. um, so yeah which is always important oh yeah no, for sure it's always like, important you know, yeah um, I think that's that's why I'm, you know, I, I can let go you know, if I lose I'm like ah yeah that's alright it's not the end of the world for me you know, you're one like, of those players where you know like whether win or lose you know you're going to have a yeah you know to face you like it's still going to be a good match you know yeah. win or lose because you're not salty you know you're not over analytical nothing nah. like that you know? I, I can't because that stuff feels like work it makes it less fun for me less like, fun yeah because yeah, I'd rather more tedious you're not enjoying yeah. it why are you doing it yeah, well, yeah if you're studying frame data and stuff it's like man that's homework it's like I just want to know what works and what doesn't <laughs> and then just go out there and do it mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of how I wrestle as well um when I go out there and wrestle, I'm very old school. So a lot of times I'll maybe talk about what I'm going to do in the beginning, talk about what I'm going to do at the end. And then most of the stuff are free flow. Mm. Um, yeah. I was wondering if you could talk about the little gift that you gave to uh, Mr. Echo Fox. Oh, Mr. Mr. Saint. Uh, mm. So I was funny too, um, at the, uh, the Tekken World Tour event in Auckland, um, I didn't get to play Saint. And I know a lot of people really wanted to play Saint. You were building that. You you had yeah. Facebook posts like yeah. building up like it's coming, yeah. it's coming. And so see, but but I remember meeting him and, and being at the T- TWT and thinking, you know, I don't feel like playing Saint. I just want to give him a gift, and so I gifted him that uh, that Tekken blank cover comic, which I sketched Jack with Saint riding Jack. Um, <laughs> and you did uh, that yourself. And you actually did that yourself. Yeah, like, I drew that. Yeah, image from another. Yeah, no, yeah, like, so, like, you know, obviously I use reference photos, so I know what Jack looks like, but, um, a lot of times, most of that was very much me drawing Jack and Saint, um, and I gifted that to him, and he absolutely loved it, uh, and he was like, is that me? (laughs) I was like, yes, it is you, um, so that's kind of crazy, and, and it's funny too, because... I think that meant more to me than playing him. Mm -hmm. I saw Um, that moment, I was actually just playing, I think I was just finishing up, Yeah. And I just happened to see that moment where you pulled it out of your bag yep. and you took your sweet time doing it. Cause I, and I'm glad because yeah. I got to see every <laughs> second. And yeah, he looked so yeah. confused. Yeah. And then um, it was like a look of disbelief. Like, this is me. Isn't yeah. it? This is me. So yeah, so that, that, that was really cool. So like for <laughs> yeah. me, I, after, once I gave him that gift, uh, the artwork, I was like, I didn't need to play him. Um, and then he, after that, he started following me on Twitter. So, so out of the 161 people he follows on Twitter, I am one of them. Um, so you know, I didn't need to play him to earn that. You, you, you <laughs> won, you won <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I didn't have to be like Zazov and go to Australia and beat him. I, I won this hat. Are you calling out Zazov for that? I won this hat. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. And that was fun. And he was a really cool dude. Like, uh, um, you know, I just felt sorry for him with all the travel and, and, and the jet lag and stuff. But oh, it um, was so um, bad though. Like when he landed yeah. in New Zealand, he was just so tired. Yeah. And then pretty much like I kind of felt bad for him because you know I really really wanted to interview yeah. him. And then he was like, "Yep, okay, cool. I'll 
let's do it. Yeah. And but you know, during the interview, like he was all good. Yeah. But afterwards, he was just oh, I'm He's so really tired. tired. Yeah. I'm so tired. That's why too, because yeah, you know, with the with all of us in the other room uh, making the noise and stuff. And he, like he was, he was kind enough to like hang around for a bit and play a few games with the guys. And, exactly. And like as as I was watching that, I was yeah, I you know I was like, oh, it's good that you know, like Daly and Andreas and then stuff like they all got to play him and yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to play him. Like it would have been cool, but you know, my my mission was accomplished in handing him the artwork. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just one event out of the many things that you do yeah. in your normal life, which like a lot of us would never get to do. Like you've been to many places, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I do travel a lot with the comics um, thing, you know, um, and it's crazy too because like through the comics and through the wrestling, I've gone to know a lot of uh, people, got to meet a lot of people, you know, I've met Harada and, uh, and Ono. You've, uh, met Harada, you've met Harada twice, haven't you? Yep, uh, and I sent him a whole sketchbook of all the Tekken characters at that time for the 20th anniversary. And uh, and he, I remember messaging him on Twitter saying, "Hey, I have the sketchbook. What's your address? I'm gonna send it to." You. And he uh, he gave me his address. Wow! So I sent that to Harada. Um, I don't know whether he got it because you know who knows about the post, but yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he actually gave me his um, his address um, to send it to. Him. <clears throat> Because uh, we were tweeting each other while we were at San Diego, but we kept missing each other. Because he was doing panels, and I was busy doing comic stuff. And then when I was free, he wasn't. When he was free, I wasn't. And mm. um, and so, yeah, so we decided. To, I decided to send it to him. Um, so, yeah. And he remembered me from the first time he came to New Zealand in 2012? That was, was Armageddon. That was when uh, 2006 was first. Oh, it was, no, it was, it was 2011. It was 2011. 2010, yeah. 2010-2011 yeah. yeah so yeah so when he came down to New Zealand he remembered me because once I put the mask on he was like oh you yeah, New Zealand I mean, yep um, <laughs> that's actually cool yeah so that's kind of cool uh, and he's always been choice mm. and stuff um, but yeah it's crazy and you know, um, you know even though I did wrestling stuff you know my wrestling isn't only just inspired by actual wrestlers it's also inspired by a king you know the mask I wear you know, with the LIGO persona is, is, is kind of in, inspired by King. The moves I do in the ring are definitely inspired by King. I used to use the Shining Wizard as a finish what did when, Harada, uh, when I started. What did Harada say to you when he saw your character for the first time, your persona? I remember... Because uh, yeah, I was in full gear, because uh, I was about to go wrestle mm. when, when Harada was at Armageddon. And uh, so I was in full gear and I had to get a photo of him. And he was like, he kind of looked at me like really scared, like I was going to do something to him. And then I just went and shook his hand and said, Big King fan. He goes, Oh, yeah, I know. Nice mask, nice mask. <laughs> then we did like this tough guy kind of wrestling pose um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, so at first he was a little intimidated. <laughs> um, but then he was pretty choice with it uh, after that. So, yeah. That's good, man. Um, That's really cool. Like, yeah. you know, just, just sort of having that icon. Um, because I mean, you you've definitely got a gimmick, and you definitely have sort of put yourself. I think that you know you'll you'll be one of those guys that will be like you know inducted into the Tekken Hall of Fame, just like you know wrestling <laughs> yeah. and things like that, you know yeah. as as pretty much like the masked player that yeah. plays King. Like, don't get me wrong, I kind of think of Gone in Tekken Three, like that novelty character yeah. that you just remember, like you just yeah. remember that character, like that's well, the, how I see you. Yeah. It's just, you're right. It's that it's that mask. It's that character. People see it, and it's like, oh, sh 
it's yeah, like, like in, in in the industry that uh, you know that I'm in, comic books and, and wrestling especially, you need a hook to make you stand out from the crowd, and so I use those tools to kind of help promote the the Tekken fighting game scene, uh, the New Zealand scene and stuff, but also like you know make myself stand out from the crowd, so people are like oh yeah the play Simon guy, you know and and like you know it's cool that I have all this all these gimmicks and the mask and and, and stuff, but. Um, I guess what also helps with that is that I'm an, I'm a decent enough player, you know. It's not like I talk shit and then I can't back it up, you know. Um, no, and so yeah. I said I think that also helps as well. It's just like oh, there's a dude, you know. When I was in New York last year, New York Comic Con, they had the Tekken Seven tournament, and I entered it. And I remember masking up for the first time, going up onto the main stage, mm-hmm. and all these Americans are like, oh, who is this dude? It's like oh man, that's crazy. And then I start smashing people. And they're like. Oh, this dude's legit. <laughs> you know that kind of thing, you know. Um, and then, like, crazy enough, like I think Bloodhawk was it Bloodhawk? Yeah, Bloodhawk was in the in that tournament. So it was real, uh, real law. Oh, um, God, you meet real law. Wow. Um, and stuff. And I ended up coming third in the New York Comic Con tournament. Really? Yeah, I came wow. third, uh, which is crazy. That's how we got the the cra- the white crying Heihachi hat. Oh yeah, um, the, the the iconic hat that yeah. Markman wears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I, I earned that through coming third in the New York. Uh, Comic Con Tekken 7 tournament Jeez, and man. I remember like real law coming out to me going, oh you're pretty decent bro like have you thought about being pro it's like oh, I ain't got time for that <laughs> like, you know I was like I'd love to but I just I just don't have the time to mm. to turn pro or whatever put in the hours of work of you know, lab work and stuff like it's like I just didn't have the time for it because I've got comics to draw I've got people to drop on their heads mm. you know um, you, but, you know but how to keep busy yeah but like you know I think uh, Jabu, uh, Gabe was talking about legacy skills, and I think that's how I get by. <laughs> that's how I get by in Tekken Seven is my legacy skills. Yeah. Having played since Tekken you, One, you've been with the character yeah. for so long. It, yeah. there is that nice. I just, I there. just know the new mechanics and some of the new moves, and mm. then I just use my previous knowledge to fill in the gaps. Um, and that's why I'm useless against new characters or even some of like the old characters with new moves because I'm just like I don't know what this person does, you know, um, because all I know is King, and I'm just using my my previous knowledge my legacy knowledge yeah 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 no, for sure hmm that's actually really uh that that's quite informative and that's actually a lot of information um why don't we just go on the first break yep and um you know have a breather you know drink some water i guess and we'll be right back into it so daily is yeah. there anything that you wanted to mention before we yeah no we'd just like to mention the tournament off season salt that's run by marty ape so this is going to be hosted at MegaWeb. Uh, next Saturday um, and this is actually one that you're going to come to I will be there you're I'm actually, actually going to show yeah. up yeah. I'm actually coming along to off-season and it's not one of those times where you're like oh I think I'll make it yeah no this one this up. one I've entered I've like, paid my registration fee bloody and, Samoan is yeah. in so yeah so you know if you're if you're listening and you're thinking about coming along come along you'll actually see my gimmick in, in, the, in the flesh yeah. uh, and then maybe you'll be one of my victims so <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah rolling death cradles are up <laughs> What did you say? They call it like there's a death, like yeah. Oh, death, 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 death by rolling death cradle. Yeah, like, so. That's why it's called yeah. rolling death cradle. Yeah. Rolling so. death cradle. Yeah. yeah, there'll be some other players so, that so are death. assisting with the tournament. So yeah. there's um, Jambo, Sky, um, Zazov, and a few others. Um, I've actually emailed one of them, and yeah, like they seem pretty on it. Yeah, pretty onto it. That's so pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. So well, anyway, what we'll do is we'll go on our first break, guys. So don't go away. This is Chrono, 
Drax and Bloody Sabon on Soul Shakers. See you soon. What's up, internet? It's Virtual Bacon. This is Cornova. Hi, this is Squishy Bob. Hey, this is NCA. This is Zazog. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Salt Shaker Podcast. The Salt Shaker Podcast. The Salt Shaker Podcast. The Salt Shaker Podcast. Hey, this is Hani Hani Mohani. Yo, this is Blacker. Hi everyone, this is Maven. Hey, this is Nemesis. This is Mizu and you're listening to... And you're listening to The Salt Shaker Podcast.
Hello guys, uh, so yep, we're back with the Salt Shakers. Uh, just a quick mention that this isn't a normal podcast for us, we are experiencing a technical difficulty, more so our internet, so thanks for those that are bearing with us. Um, and a big shout out as well to our new sponsors, our new uh, backup guys, HP Omen, Omen HP, um, and Jason Spiller, Jason Spiller, yep, so if you're listening, thank you very much man. Um, we are getting some equipment from Omen HP, hence the, the call out on our banner and the shout out. Um, and yeah, we bring you back with bloody Samoan. So yeah, um, well, we're we talking about uh, talking, talking about, about HP Omen. Yeah, yeah. Armageddon. Yeah, they had that live stream. Yeah, and yeah something that happened was... on that live oh, stream, right? Oh yeah, so, yeah. some sort of uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Chrono here uh, got a little uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to actually let you win. Okay, there was a that was it, man. Let him win I by getting an RDC. Yeah, by getting. <laughs> Rolling death, the, rolling death rolling death the spray and walk away uh, it was yeah. no I was trying to break it but yeah. I'm just like oh okay I didn't yeah. break it that's yeah. that's a shame that yeah. couldn't have I been died. More, that couldn't have yeah. been more perfectly planned but, uh, like you did it you dropped your st- yeah. <laughs> and you just walked I did off the, like I, a boss yeah, you know, hey, Mark Hunt you know UFC fighter uh, fellow Samoan from Mangere is a good friend of mine and so I remember once I saw that rolling death cradle lock in I was like I would be thinking, man, walk away. And so, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was, uh, that was, yeah, that was a spur of the moment kind of decision to do the walk away. And it looked so good on the, on, on the stream as well. Well, you have uh, to actually put on like a show. Right? Yeah, well, that exactly. Was, and, and, that was and what it was. There's one of those moments where like, in the, even, even like the brown security guard. At, I was going to say, did you not walk past him and give him a high five? Yeah, I walked, I walked up and he was like, oh bro, that was awesome. And so, yeah, so I was like, yeah, that's for the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's, it's stuff like that again that, that kind of gets things hype, you know, like you know, kind of adds flavor to you know um, to the fighting game scene. And so that's play- kind of what I try. Yeah, and- I mean, there are players like Chogala and like Roy, Chris. They naturally bring the hype, but with you, it's like a pot, like it just bottles up, <laughs> brews, and then all yeah. of a sudden it's just. Poof. It's like, oh, what's what, what's uh, what's what's Liger gonna do now? Kind yeah. of thing. Um, so yeah, but no, that was a lot of fun. Like, and I couldn't believe that I. Uh, I managed to pull that off on uh, on the stick, like in front of the crowd and on stream. So, um, so yeah, so that was that was fun, you know. But I just thought that just reminded me HP Omen, you know, that, that awesome booth they had Armageddon. And it the was an had, awesome booth. Um, I mean, it was funny though because um, all those other ones when I actually um, because I think after you um, like you know after you took the prize yeah. and everything. Like, I was just like, because I think it was Daly that just sort of just poked fun at me. He was just like sort of nudging me <laughs> oh, or something. No, and I'm just I like, no, yeah. uh, it was either, it was no, it, was, no it, w- it would have been Julian. Julian. Yeah. But what happened was, um, like, I kind of got a little bit salty after that. <laughs> um, so they, they, they invited yeah. the other guy. And, and then I was just like, okay, I'll play him. Yeah. And then so basically I was up two rounds from, from, uh, from that guy. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm just going to beat him up. And then, yeah, and then, so, it, it just got to this one bit where um, he was on Rage, and I was on a bit of health left, yep. and then the guy was like, oh, let him win. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, basically, that's when uh, when he did, like, a Rage up, yep. and I sort of went forward, uh, I held yeah. the joystick forward, and I'm like, okay, here you go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. But, you know, that, that was cool. It's cool that HBO men uh, have decided to... To sponsor you guys as well which is cool which is great um supporting the the te- not only the ticket scene but the new zealand fighting game community yeah but what a what a way to start man yeah. like you know just did yeah not, uh, this internet <laughs> technical difficulties yeah we Hopefully, do which, yeah we which do think the people be... that are listening to this yeah. now or listen well, to it later. as you guys already know that um 
I work for Telco, and um, like I I actually quit my job, and I'm actually trying to work on this podcast, like yep. you know, um, you know, with my time and things. Like that. I just I just found that work just wouldn't actually, you know, they wouldn't accommodate for for the time that and, and effort that I want to put in. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Let's let's just um, we'll, we'll start. A, we'll turn over a new leaf next year, yeah. and everything. And for the meantime, there, let's see what we can what we can do about this podcast and everything. The first thing was first was the HP Omen that was actually yeah. really really good, and uh, we were quite lucky really to to be uh, to to have them backing us up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they basically um, since my work was paying for my internet, they said go yeah go find another uh, go find yeah, another yeah. supplier. So I was like, okay, let's let's give these guys a a, a go, and um, yeah, like it just it just didn't roll yep. over smoothly. See you so, soon. Uh, yeah. You know, that's a shame, but we're we're rolling now. We're rolling. Yeah, so with some speed bumps, but it'll um, most likely yeah. go on YouTube. Yeah. A more polished version will be on YouTube. So yeah. yeah, I guess it'll be it'll be good. But yeah, let's move on there. Yeah. Um, you you said you're a wrestler, so you you're definitely a huge wrestling fan. So you know you've probably been following wrestling all your life. Uh, well, yeah, I've been following wrestling yeah since I was a little kid, and it's crazy to think that I have friends who are famous wrestlers. Mm. Um, I've been wrestling for about twelve years now. Yeah. Um, with Impact Pro Wrestling here in Auckland, I've wrestled up and down the country. I've wrestled with uh, Jake the Snake. Um, I've wrestled with. Uh, Bushwhacker Luke mm-hmm. uh, that was actually quite funny beating up on a 60 something year old man um, I was New Zealand tag team champion last year with King Haku mm-hmm. which is probably the highlight of my career it's kind of crazy and um, and some of those guys are my friends and I work with Jerry the King Lawler on um, on Headlocked the graphic mm-hmm. novel series I illustrate I've worked with AJ Styles Samuel Joe the Young Bucks uh, MVP mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels Shane Helms uh, and the list goes on. Yeah, it's crazy. And then yeah. the next book, I'm actually illustrating a story by Ric Flair. So Ric Flair is writing it, and I'm drawing it. Mm. So that's crazy. Uh, Mick Foley is also they, doing a story. What, what's Ric Flair like? Ric Flair is like uh, I spent some time with him last year in New York. Bit of um, a joker, or you could tell that 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 dude, you know, in the in the party situation, like when he was younger, and he was so he was a ma- he was a massive party. Animal. Yeah, you could tell. You could mm, tell like that mm, dude yeah, like, yeah. loves to have fun. Um, and so that was kind of crazy because like I remember at New York Comic Con last year to the left of me was Jerry the King Lawler and to the right of me was Ric Flair and we're having a good conversation and it's Comic Con right in New York so cosplay is huge and there's some awesome cosplay and I remember me and Jerry seeing this cosplayer from a distance thinking man that looks legit like that's a really cool cosplay so we go back to our conversation and then the cosplayer actually comes up to us and goes hey Jerry hey Rick we look up and me and Jerry go oh shit it was the real sting. The real uh-huh. sting was in full getup. The face paint. The, the, and the, it was him. And it was the real sting. Me and, me and Jerry thought it was a cosplayer from a distance. It ended up being the real sting. And he came over and said hi to us. And I'm sitting there going, man, how did the Samoan kid from South Auckland <laughs> find himself here? You know? Um, but yeah, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's crazy. Like those guys are my you know, are friends or, or colleagues that I yeah. work with. And... Um, so you know, like Kenny Omega, you know, big Street Fighter player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Samuel yeah. Joe plays a bit of Street Fighter. He plays a bit of Tekken. Yeah, yeah he plays a bit of Tekken. So like, uh, so I've worked with Joe um, with Headlocked, mm-hmm. but also with WWE Comics. Yeah. Um, so 
Samoa, there's a Samoa Joe story which I illustrated in WWE Comics which is out next next month mm. it's crazy next year yeah. in January um, and that's for WWE so I've done work for WWE uh, with Samoa Joe and that will be in virtually every comic book store around the world mm. uh, again that's crazy to think um, so yeah so Joe's I, I chat with Joe on Twitter all the time uh, do you have like a thousand followers or something on Twitter right? yeah like, um, you actually got a big following I just realised it's, it's an okay following yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love the blue tick um, <laughs> just to be official but um, but yeah so it's guys like that you know um, and AJ Styles I've hung out with like that oh man cool. I definitely want to like uh, sit down and have a conversation with AJ Styles I've I've actually I've actually rolled around in the ring with AJ Styles oh yeah uh, he was here he's um, a mean athlete though he was here in New Zealand I think 2012 and he actually came along to the Impact Pro Wrestling gym. Uh, we did the hacker for him. We kind of he talked to us again about like wrestling and his thoughts on psychology and ring psychology and stuff. Mm-hmm. We put on a couple of matches for him, and then afterwards, when the TV crews left, he kind of was like, "Oh, guys, I feel like rolling around with you. Like he f- he really loved the vibe we had. So he, so we jumped in the ring and we were wrestling with AJ Styles." So I got to I got to like clothesline AJ Styles. He suplexed me. He gave me an enziguri. Um, he gave me a few European uppercuts and stuff. It was like crazy. It was like man, I'm getting beat up by AJ Styles. It sounds, so, awesome. it sounds so bizarre. Eh? Yeah. It's like oh, I got knocked out. Yeah. You know, I got punched in the gut. Yeah. It felt great. I got kicked in the back of the head by AJ Styles. That was awesome. You know, uh, and he, he was a really chill dude. He still is a really chill dude. He loves his video games. Yeah, um, I remember he, he's an Xbox uh, guy. Um, no, I I remembered someone telling me or reading up somewhere that everywhere he went, like he was he would go on tour, but he'll always take his Nintendo sixty four yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a he, massive yeah. Zelda fan. Yeah, he's a something. Zelda fan, but I think now at the moment he's an Xbox guy. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so uh, but yeah, that dude loves his games as well. But real chill dude, um, you know, and like the story he the story he wrote for Headlock was probably one of my favorites. It was kind of like about the mundane life of a wrestler. Like, you know, when, when they're not wrestling and on the road and they're back home, it's kind of like what it's like as a wrestler, big-time wrestler back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably one of my favourite stories with AJ uh, and stuff. But, you know, yeah. then there's also, like, you know, speaking of Tekken, you know, in Tekken 7, there's the Bullet Club and New Japan mm-hmm. uh, t-shirt and get, t-shirts and gear yeah. available in the customization. Yeah. So Bad Like Fale, the underboss, mm. you know, a Bullet Club original, uh, is a very good friend of mine. Uh, Tongan from Mangere as well we went to primary school together uh, we were in LA last month together hanging out and so it's kind of crazy that like my mate and his crew have t-shirts in Tekken you know like I'm rocking a Bullet Club t-shirt at the moment uh, just to support the guys but you know and then some of the other Bullet Club guys are friends of mine you know I met Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi last year when they came to New Zealand mm-hmm. you know also Kenny Omega I helped kind of uh, this um, kind of get the feelers out for standing fierce to put on a Street Fighter um, casuals with, with Kenny because mm-hmm. he wants to play some Street Fighter with uh, Auckland crew um, so I got to hang out with those guys thanks to my friendship with Fale you know because he's he's quite well respected you know Okada you know like his, his Rainmaker outfit that King has yeah. like I'm like man I've met Okada you know I've hung out with him a little bit you know Lars is about to have the Hiroshi Tanahashi gear yeah. soon I was like, yeah, man, Tanahashi was so cool. Like, you know, real down-to-earth, real, like, one of the most talented wrestlers in the world, uh, Tanahashi. Um, and so it was, it was great to see, like, that crossover appeal of the, the New Japan wrestling and Tekken, you know. Um, two of my loves, 
Yeah. Well, speaking of um, wrestling, yeah. um, I too am a huge wrestling yeah. fan. Um, and pretty much the main reason of actually, um, you know, starting this podcast was because of wrestling. Yeah. Um, if I don't know if you heard it from my other podcast, but um, Talk is Jericho. Yeah. Is a is a huge influence. There's some great there's some great wrestling yeah. podcasts around. Um, yeah. So in the Stone Cold podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I really mainly got my um uh, you know all my ideas from from Jericho. Yeah. Um, especially that one we had with AJ Styles. There okay, was, there was one that. story. Yeah. There was one story about how he started and how um, AJ was actually in a trailer, um, you know, living with um, his parents and his other siblings. Yeah. And yeah, they were really, you know, they started off, you know, really low. Yeah. And things like that. But, um, you know, now he's this big time wrestler guy. Yeah. yeah and, um, you yeah, know, just, just hearing those stories. So, you know, um, it, we're not as epic as, you know, obviously the wrestlers. We're not yeah. as big. But, you know, we're, we're a small community. And so that's why, you know, I think, hey, look, you know, we should start a law. Yeah. Of, of every um, Tekken player. Well, that's, that's, that's There's what, always a story yeah. behind it. Well, that's what I love about this podcast, um, especially is that it's not just about like Tekken or like, you know, frame data and all the technical jargon. It's about knowing the players, getting mm. to know the players, getting to know the players' stories. Yeah. And that kind of grows the community because then when you have offline uh, events, um, players see, feel players feel like they know you're not players. ghosting certain people yeah, yeah you're, you're not, not just a number you're yeah, not saying yeah. that oh yeah it's this person versus yeah. this person oh it's these two yeah. versus okay well they've probably been friends for so long yeah exactly you know, yeah. You know. so, yeah, so that's what's great about this platform uh, that you guys are providing for the New Zealand game uh, fighting game community is being able to share our stories share our experiences so others listening can feel um, that they know us or even like get snippets where like man that's just like me you know I don't imagine bloody Samoan having a casual match with the Tongan one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's thinking to himself, man, this guy wrestled with AJ Styles, G. <laughs> like, when are you going to find uh, that out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, like, when we're there in the moment, it's all yeah. about the game. But yeah. Well, you know, like, I, I, you know, the Tongan one, like, you know, I remember playing him online and I, I, I posterized him one time. Because I was like, oh my god, I'm playing someone called the Tongan one. And I finished him off with a rolling death cradle too. Um, but then like seeing him coming to these offline events and meeting him at the TWT. Like I was like, oh, this kid's cool. Like this is a down-to-earth kid and he's like getting better, which is great. And it's great to see him coming to offline events and, and improving each time. And um, He's certainly, um, you know, come out of his shell. Yes, exactly. Because so, the thing is that when, when I first played him, he was just like a really quiet dude, yeah. just sitting down on the on like you know on the chair and just starts playing and then like, you know, doesn't even say good games, just walk off yeah. and say, Yep, cool, whatever. He's like his but, he's like his But character. now he's uh now he's opened up. He's got yeah. that savage stance that he yeah. does like Miguel. Like yeah. he's really like he's got come confidence, on. Yeah. yeah, he's like, come on, That's man, cool. let's go. Um Yeah, see and, and, and power to him, you know, that makes that makes him memorable, you know. Um and stuff like that. So yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of cool, you know. Uh, that's why I love podcasts like this where we just talk and share our stories. You've been talking about starting your own platform, like your own like podcast, like not oh. like cart streaming, right? Yeah, well, like uh, my, my internet sucks um, for streaming, but I am looking at what, doing just some like how it sucks now. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking. I am looking at like doing some streaming sometime in the future because I want to I want to do some streaming of not only like Tekken but also my artwork. Like creating some of my artwork, you know. I think you'd benefit greatly if you did it for your cat, you know, for your wrestling cat, you know, as your wrestling. Yeah, persona, well, like, I could easily do stuff like that too, and uh, you know, like t- to be honest, like it would be really cool 
if uh, if I get like a sponsor on board, you know, because with all my international travels, uh, like I can probably get in some games as well and, and kind of represent a brand. Because um, like I was in, I was in Sydney and Brisbane, uh, September October, um, and when I was in Sydney, I was at the Playtime Arcade and I was playing this guy on Tekken Seven Point and I was beating him fairly uh, fairly regularly. But then there was this Asian guy who was playing Tekken Tag Two. I was like, man, I haven't played Tekken Tag Two in ages. So I sat down and we had awesome games and he was like, oh, you're really good. I was like, oh man, like I'm just getting used to remembering all the combos and stuff. But like, you know, I, I really enjoyed kind of playing, you know, Australian um, players. And when I was in Melbourne, I went to Jin's um, and played a few games with him and stuff. And I missed out on uh, playing with the other Melbourne guys. But like, I go to Australia all the time and I'd definitely love to like meet up and play with some of the, the Australian crews. You have um, you have an opportunity to really play a vast amount of people because of your traveling. Yeah, exactly. But so, as yeah. you said, you don't yeah. have the time. Definitely go to Brisbane first yeah. because the Brisbane boys, you know, they've connected up with with us New Zealanders. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now that yeah. no, 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 like Gabe is Brisbane. Mm. Um, Gabe, yes. Yeah. So like, I, I'd love to connect with him and stuff. And like, I was I was just telling Daily uh, earlier today that next year I'm in Seattle in March, um, possibly Melbourne and Gold Coast in April. Uh, Melbourne again in June and in July I'm looking at San Diego Comic Con but I realized that Evo was two weeks after San Diego Comic Con and you're actually considering it so I'm considering doing San Diego Comic Con and Evo um, because I got family in San Diego and I got family in Las Vegas because I'm Mm -hmm. Samoan so so yeah uh, so I have places to stay in those two cities uh, so I'm I'm, t- I'm I am very seriously considering doing Evo next year. Along any way you can do it now, alongside so. San Diego Comic Con, that'll be like a huge geek thing. And if I could get some sponsors online, like it'll be another thing to twist and uh, the twist the knife into all my mates going. Oh yeah, I draw comic books. I'm a pro wrestler, and I'm a sponsored gamer. And what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I just See, to, that to... sounds like the package, which yeah. I think like you would have a good chance of, yeah. as you said, because you're you're notable. People remember you. Like yeah. that's. You know, I think that really helps if you push that character. Well, yeah, and so I'm looking at the streaming stuff. Like, you know, uh, once I get all of that sorted, you know, I definitely want to do artwork because I know there's a lot of artists who do a lot of uh, streaming on Twitch for the artwork, but also Tekken and stuff. You know, um, but yeah, like you know, um, a lot of that comes to like that persona is all about the wrestling personality and the you wrestling hustle. You even did like a comic book illustration, and I'm hoping you'll pick up on it, but it's something to do with. Samoan heroes oh, okay. and it leads into a certain celebrity as well oh okay yeah so Samoan heroes is a, as well as comic books I also illustrate books and I illustrated a book called Samoan heroes which fingers crossed uh, is making its way to Dwayne the Rock Johnson um, actually Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson yeah um, so there was a newsroom article um, about my, my journey and, and my work and people at Sky TV actually uh, read it and a friend of mine at uh, Sky hit me up and said the Sky TV people won a copy of Simon Heroes to send to HBO in America who will hopefully give it to The Rock because he has an HBO series mm. and so I've sent that off I haven't heard anything but because it's not like you can just hand it to him because he would have mad security oh, okay so when I was in LA last month um, The Rock was there and me and my mate Fale got about 20 meters away from him and his security was way too tight that even a Samoan and a Tongan couldn't even get near it. Um, <laughs> and so we're like, ah, crap. Um, 
but you know we were like 50 meters away from him when he was doing his jumanji uh trailer reveal and could stuff you feel and, that aura from oh uh, you can, honestly you know what i mean like electrifying you know, mm. electrifying the, the, yeah. the millions and millions of fans legit you can feel you that can feel it, yeah. you can feel he, that he must be a really big dude man like oh that, yeah. yeah and like yeah, that dude just like it electrifying he's tall, he's tall yeah. and he's massive electrifying charisma like you yeah. feel it when his presence when he walks into the room and starts talking um so yeah so but as well as salmon heroes hopefully making its way to the rock i know his mum has a copy of salmon heroes because <laughs> i gave it to haku who's his uncle he's my uncle too now um <laughs> My Uncle Tonga. Uh, but Uncle Tonga took a copy of Salmon Heroes for The Rock's mum. So mm-hmm. I know The Rock's mum has a copy of Salmon Heroes. I met Macho Man's brother last year, Lenny Poffo. I gave him a copy of my Macho Man artwork, which Lenny gave to his mum. And so I like to joke about being your favourite wrestler's mother's favourite artist. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so Macho Man's mother, The Rock's mother, they have, uh, they have, my, uh, they have my artwork. I think... Uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Grasshopper Manufacturer. Um, so, um, what's his name? I can't remember. He's got uh, the. It's a video game company, but um, one of the guys behind it is a huge. Oh, uh, Suda, Suda Five One. Okay. Um, he's a he's a huge wrestling fan. When he was talking about their latest game, uh, Let It Die, mm-hmm. in his office was my artwork. No way. Suda51 had my artwork in his office, my wrestling artwork. I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. Because uh, he did, uh, he did uh, No More Heroes. Yes, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, and like, you know, Travis Touchdown does all those wrestling moves. So it was kind of crazy, like just in the YouTube video, just in the background was like my Macho Man artwork, my zombie Hulk Hogan and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, Suda51's a fan of my artwork. Um, so you're basically just like, that's me, that's me. Yeah. You just like take a picture. Uh, but, um, South Auckland, take yeah. note. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy, stuff like that. Dreams you know? can come true, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy like where my, my wrestling and my comic artwork yeah. has taken me. Um, and, and I try and throw in some games of Tekken while I can, uh, wherever I go. So that's why like, it would be cool like, if I get sponsored. You know, I could represent a, a brand and on an international level and mm. and as I said I'm decent enough that I'm not shit even if, <laughs> even if it's but, like um, it could be an e- like it yeah. could be a gaming brand thing but just like like even anything because yep. I mean you know you, um, you're quite the character so yeah so that's there's one thing I want to kind of uh, check off my list uh, for next year is to be a kind of sponsored gamer yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure um, um, you also mentioned that you know because you know you're wrestling there was another dude that um, that was playing a lot of uh, Tekken um, you know what? Uh, you know we know each other from the community yeah. and stuff. But he also wanted to be a wrestler. But you know the thing is that you said he was quite arrogant. <laughs> Do uh, you, you remember that story? You, you talk about Jericho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jericho. Yeah. yeah so. Well, uh, wait, wait, wait. Jericho. Uh, not not Chris Jericho. No, Jericho Aramov. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, see, like, like I remember, I remember being an absolute prick to uh, to Jericho back in Tekken Five days. Yeah, yeah. He was this young uh, young Persian dude who was you know, trying to. Play, but he used to talk smack too. He talked. I remember he used to wreck me a lot with Bruce and Tekken yeah. Six, and I, and those weren't fun times for me because that was when I was learning it. Yeah, and I wasn't learning. I was yeah. getting thrashed. And so, because like you know, to be honest, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Laurie because me and Laurie were like you know we we're like Wardler 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 and um and the Muppets, the two the two old hecklers. Yeah, like me and me and Laurie, like me and Laurie together. We were the worst. Like we would come up with some real, real. 
disgusting crap. Also, no, Chuck and Chuck and Gerard in there as well. Oh, yeah, Gerard, yeah, Gerard. Because, yeah. Do you remember that artwork that you that you did of um of Gerard with Ger- in the in the um, Gerard had like the he had a uh, I think he, he had was, a whip and um and he had a leash. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and, and Laurie was on the other side of the leash. Uh, yeah, and he, and he was in the bear costume. Uh, he was, he was, he was, he was <laughs> yeah. a bear like the gay bear rather than because <laughs> yeah. Gerard used to use Kuma, right? So I turned them into a, a, a legit. A literal bear in terms of the gay bear with the, <laughs> with the fur and leather, leather and stuff. But like Jericho, like um, so like Jericho. I remember when I found out his name was Arash, and I was playing him because someone I think Laurie goes, oh, you know his name's Arash. I went, what? And I remember peeking over to the other side of the cabinet, going, bro, is your name Arash? He goes, yeah. He goes, what the hell? Did your mum name you after what she got after screwing your dad? <laughs> A rash, <laughs> and then and then everyone's like, That's "Oh!" Savage, man. And then I remember because yeah, me and Laurie we were the worst together, because um, we were just like push it as, as yeah. far as it could go. And, um, yeah, I must that dude like man, it's, it's always crazy. Like me and him used to just be stupid. But like, Jericho, I remember um, he tried out for IPW yeah. Impact Pro Wrestling, and this was like an I I've seniority, you know. Um, so I was one of the old vets, and I remember. At the time, he was quite arrogant. You know, I like remember. I remember he like he just he wasn't as like body wise. Yeah. Not wrestler material. Oh no, he was in good shape because he did some military stuff. Oh, okay. Um. So, so he was in decent shape, but he was he, uh, he used to kind of have like this air of arrogance and he used to rub people up the wrong way, like mm. he did in Tekken scene. So we do like with the rookies, we do like training matches, and this time I was like, okay, guys, give me Jericho, and everyone's just like, oh fuck, like. <laughs> Like Jericho's gonna get smashed. Like he's up against Liger, right? And I may sound pretty chill on this podcast, but in the New Zealand wrestling scene, I have a reputation for being one of the hardest hitters in New Zealand in terms of wrestling. So you're the BG in terms of your, in terms of the IPW standard. Like you said, if you're being yeah. sent in, you're gonna get, you're gonna hurt yeah. people. Yeah, well, well, people are gonna definitely feel it. You know, people say it's fake, but when they step in the ring with me, they definitely feel like... Well, you, can, you need to actually learn... You, you need to sell it. Yeah. So, you know, like, especially those chops, yeah. you know, those... You know, like, I don't, I don't go out there... Those Ric Flair and, chops. I don't go out there and injure people. Yeah. I go out there and, and hit them So you're hard. not you're not but, Seth Rollins. Yeah. I don't go out there and injure <laughs> them, but I hit them hard enough that they feel it. Okay. And you can't fake... You can't fake that. No. Um, so, in that match, I wasted them. But I brought out... The, it was the best match he ever had. Because... Because I was hitting him so hard... Um, he got, he got fired up, you know, like when you're getting beat down, you're getting chopped mercilessly, you know, he's just, he got fired up. I was like, yes, that's what I want. And it ended up being one of the best matches. I think, uh, that Squ- he ever I think had. Squishy Blob said it in, the, in her podcast, that whole baptism of the fire. Yeah. It's like when the, when your number's up, you want to fight. Yeah. Every yeah. You know, some, some people, some people will fail, but like, I remember that time Jericho like really took it on and, and really came, came with it. I was like, yes. I remember he hit me, uh, hit me harder. Hit me harder, hit me harder. Come on, I was really firing up, egging him on, really trying mm-hmm. to bring that fire out of him. Um, and so, yeah, so everyone's like, Man, that was a really good match. He only had one match, uh, with IPW, and then him and his tag team partner took off. They were the Arabian Knights, <laughs> 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 the Arabian Knights. They had like gold, they had gold tights and stuff, and and stuff, but they had one match, and then uh, then they were gone, but um. But you know, like you know, Jericho's doing his thing now. Like you know, we're all older and stuff. Like I, 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 I recognize I was a bit of a dick uh, back then. You know, it was more that whole like in the crowd. You know, get me and Laurie just egging each other on, seeing how far we can push the envelope. But like now, I'm like, no, that was uncalled for. You know, 
don't have to be that much of a dick. And they, it's all good to have fun and like roast people, but don't have any men, uh, malice behind it. You know, just just understand that you know some people, you know, you don't have to go out there and and I think and now belittle them. Yeah, I think now with like as you said, people being malice, the scene's really changed. I think those that are malice are the ones that don't show up to events. It's yeah. the ones that are just a chat you know like they're just in the form of a chat rather than you know like they actually don't yeah prove what they say that they'll do yeah so no um but yeah no so that, that's 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 quite interesting like in the i i have beat up one of the fellow tekken <laughs> tekken players <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i wanted to actually get that story out there because i think that that was quite an interesting one yeah how like you know everyone that play Tekken I mean it, we're, we're connected in a yeah. way you know so you're the reason why he moved to Germany yeah that's right yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm that's right yeah, Jericho's I'm the, in yeah. uh, Germany now yeah I'm the so. reason why he went to Germany and got married yeah, if he so. has kids they'll still be feeling that pain yeah um, that's how badly I beat him like, dad what's this yeah. like why why does like why do I get these yeah. chest pains that's yeah, right too the chops that's funny too because like when I when I was talking to him about the match I said I'm gonna I'm gonna F you up so straight up I'm just going to if you up and he goes but I want you to take it and give it back to me that's that's with me so okay cool and so um, yeah so yeah so when it comes to when it comes to wrestling I can be I can be quite um, the punisher have you had any just quickly have you had any wrestlers like that has been a certain experience but have you had any wrestlers that have really rubbed you the wrong way like ones that have put you in the corner Nah, um, like I've had bl- busted noses and I've bled all over my costume a, a few times, but people know that that fires me up. Like I, I go into like uh, Super Saiyan mode once I see my own blood. Um, people are like, oh, okay, like it's gonna like like is like people know that I love seeing my blood. Uh, but now nah, a lot of times like there'll be people who apparently hit hard, but then when they come to me, they hit soft. I'm like, no. Oh. You know, oh, why do you, you don't want to be hard back? You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but there was one guy, Luke Clemenson, who dropped me on my head twice uh, in the match because I don't know what the hell was going through his head. Uh, as I was going over him, he decided to fall back, so I ended up landing on my head, um, like directly on my head, and I rolled away. But I'm Samoan, so luckily my coconut head saved me. <laughs> and then he went to suplex me, and as I was going up, he just decided to brainbuster me. He tried yeah. to crack the cookie. So, yeah. so basically, um, he didn't communicate with you nah. properly. No, nah. he did, he didn't tell me that he was going to drop me on my head. And oh. then, uh, but luckily, again, my coconut head saved me. And so, to to pay him back, you know, if you get hit hard, you give them a receipt. Mm-hmm. So you only hit as hard as you get hit back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, you'll do that. Started smashing him in the mm-hmm. corner and like just really wailing into him. But you know, uh, I didn't hold anything against him. I just remember going, damn it, you dropped me on my head twice, but. Luckily, nothing wrong. Nothing went wrong. Yeah. So, uh, you know. So yeah. All right. So it looks like we're just going to go on our second break for a bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I would just like to mention as well, Garden of Might. Uh, it's another event that's going to happen. It will be next year though, seventeenth of March. The Garden of Might. That sounds such like a Dragon Ball Z movie title. So cool. <laughs> um, well, it's like the Tree of Might, but a garden. Tree of Might. Yeah. So I mean, they'll have Dragon Ball Fighter Z because that'll be out. You'll have Street Fighter Five, Tekken, all those assortments. So yeah, that'll be a really good event too. Garden of Might. Christchurch. I think it is Christchurch. Yeah. yeah, definitely hit that one up too. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely go on that. Uh, we'll, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to that. 
Yeah, I might, I might consider it too. I think that's the week after I get back from Seattle and San Francisco, so I probably won't be able to do it. I think every time I am like, oh, am I going to, like, are you coming, are you coming? You're always like, oh, yeah, I'm just coming back from Montreal. Or, oh, yeah, just coming back from the Sunshine yeah. State. International superstar, you know, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to our first, our, our second. second break now. So, yeah, that's it there. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Chrono, Drex, and Bloody Salmon.
it's a new guy and he's not that good in terms of basic and but oh, yeah. what can i say he's spamming these uh, unseeable moves and he was beating us right yeah. so i was i was quite pissed but at the same time i couldn't say i'm pissed because uh, that would look very bad can you tell me in your honest opinion mm -hmm. in our community who do you think are the, 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 the heels? Or, I should say, bad guys? We're gonna make some enemies with this one. No, yeah, Warren. No, it's all for fun. Okay, yeah, yeah. All for fun. I think... Maybe... Sibyl? Oh! 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 interview, you're in there, I'm telling them, I'm standing there like... So, uh... When was a time when you had to use, uh... Your creativity to get yourself? out of a mess with a customer and in my head I'm just like oh man I really need shit <laughs> G'day guys Yeeks here you're listening to Salt Shakers stay salty and stay Yeeks and hello welcome back we are on Salt Shaker Drive again we're with Bloody Samorn Kronos just doing a bit of work on the computer um so Bloody Samorn Mikel um, since you're a wrestler, it should have been a question we asked earlier. What is your finishing move or your ultimate move? What's, what's your rage? Just a bat. What's your what's, ra a, what's your rage? What's my rage? Um, <laughs> it's isn't it like the Killer Kitty bat to the face? Nah, I, I, oh, I, you I, die I, if you get hit I, I, one of those. Oh yeah, I used to use the Killer Kitty bat uh, when I was a heel. Uh, I'm a face now, so I can't use it as much. When did you turn? Um, when did you like? Were you? Did you start as a heel? I started, like, when I first started as a wrestler, I started off as a face. Happy-go-lucky superhero, hey, everybody love me. And then I realized that means nothing. <laughs> so, I, you know, I I started off as Kid Liger. And then when I grew up, when I became a heel, I put aside childish things and I dropped the kid and just became straight Liger. Um, and I've been Liger ever since. And, uh, and only the last couple of years have I become a face. Um, because... <clears throat> The people kind of swayed me, really. Mm. Like, the crowd were behind me. They kept cheering for me. I was like, oh, I guess I'm for the people now. So that's the name as well? Like, the change of name, too? Yeah, no. Uh, was that your, it's more your artist name, isn't yeah. it? Um, so yeah. So, yeah, the Blaze Armand thing is my brand. Uh, I'll talk about that later mm. when we do the social media plugs. Um, but, yeah, Blaze Armand is my brand now. But Liger is my wrestling character. And my, my, my rage art, I guess... Uh, would be the Cape Killer, uh, which is a Saito driver or Saito suplex. So it's almost it's almost kind of like a, a German suplex, um, but it's kind of to the side, and I buff the person so that they land on the head. So like, um, so this is one of the moves I gave to Joker. Um, so as I as I grabbed him around the waist, I fling them over. And then, so, I don't even hold him. So, they're in mid-air, and they land on the head. So, it's sort of like, uh, it's, it's sort of like Brock Lesnar's Suplex City. Like that kind, but it's on the side, right? Yeah, to yeah, the side, okay. yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's the Cape Killer. But also, when I was a heel, I was using the Donkey Lariat, uh, which is a, which is like a donkey punch, but it's a lariat, so to the back of the head. Um, so, I hit the Cape Killer, and then as a heel, it's kind of like adding insult to injury. And then I'll just run up and just clothesline the back of the head like real hard and they'll flip and land on their face and stuff um, but my ultimate move which I bust out every three years or so <laughs> uh, is the Liger Driver which is the Vertebreaker the Mexican stretch bomb that King does 
So yeah, so I I twist him up uh, and drop him on the head. Like yeah. Um, you know that multi multi throw starter where he yeah. hooks the arms, flips around and then Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I do that. But you, like, you can do that. I can do that, but I drop people on their heads. I'll show you a video afterwards. Yeah. But I'll just, um, I'll just look at King's Commandments. Yeah. Why don't you <laughs> just do it on him outside? <laughs> uh, How about what, new? Um, so yeah, so I only do that move on people I, I know. know I trust. Bacon. Yeah. People I trust that can take it. Uh, so yeah. So, but I used when I first started, I used the Shining Wizard, uh, which didn't which didn't come into prominence until I, people didn't really know what the Shining Wizard is outside of wrestling. Until like uh, Tekken Four, when he first started doing the Shining Wizard, uh, when King first started doing mm. the Shining that Wizard. wasn't really a Shining Wizard because the Shining Wizard is sort of like you sort of go there, you you take a step on their on their knee, on their yeah. and then you sort of you sort of kick them, so like, no, that's, know, that's, in the face. But with King's one, it's sort of like the knee, you know, the knee yeah. to the face. So uh, the Shining Wizard that most people know, which is more of a kick mm. than the knee is uh, kind of um, the original version was a, a knee straight knee to the face mm. uh, and you'll see Keiji Muda uh, the great Muda mm-hmm. uh, my all time favourite wrestler and I got to meet him last year which is one of the bucket list things um, that's his finishing move um, and so when I first saw it in, uh, in Tekken 4 I was like mm. oh my god he's got the Shining Wizard and then when they brought in air throws in, uh, like in the, the riding, riding powerbomb in, yeah, in yeah. 5 as the Shining Wizard like oh man this is even crazier i think if you did the giant swing notation it was uh 5d it was the spinning it's the spiral yeah, yeah spiral, spiral one yeah um so yeah so that just made me love that movie even more you know yeah because you have like you know people um that, that do the shining wizard in um sort of in wwe yeah like you know uh xavier a- woods yeah, yeah xavier woods uh aj lee oh um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. yeah but it's not the actual king no, you see, uh, a lot of the Americans, they've bastardized the f- that move, and so they kind of do a lazy, it's almost like enziguri, so they don't actually step up off the knee, mm-hmm. they just kind of like flick their leg and kick, and there's like, Shining Wizard! It's like, yeah. no, that's not a Shining Wizard! Mm. Uh, you, you have to step off that knee. And I remember the first time I had that Shining Wizard, people were like, holy crap, you, I need someone in the face. And I was like, luckily I had knee pads, but... Um, but yeah, so yeah, so that's that's kind of the moves I've used over the years as finishes, as rage arts. Mm. So yeah, in your mask, like it, it's very. Um, how, who did did you design the mask? The, yep. Uh, see, that's a, that's the joy of being an artist. Um, is that my costumes, my masks, they're all designed by me. Um, so I remember when I wanted to go with the full kind of Liger persona mask. Um, I found some reference photos of tigers and kind of looked at um, the cool pe- um, stripes and I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. I'm going to turn that into a mask and that's, that's kind of the, the basis for my, my Liger mask. So you so, are a hero now. Like, yeah. you're a good guy. So yeah, so I designed the mask. I measured it. I measured my face and stuff and made sure all the, all the holes and stuff were in the right places. Um, and the, the, th- the key to the mask is that I designed it with my beard in mind so like the the beard actually makes the whole mask look cool if you don't have a beard you look weird it like, looks it looks a bit pansy yeah it looks weird yeah. if you don't have a beard you even, have to be a manly man even to wear in a like virtual a mask. bacon's drawing you can really tell that like the beard looks like it's a part of the mask yeah. you know even though it's a different color from the main it mm. still feels like it's part of the mask so that's how i designed it and so i i sent the designs off to mexico and got made it got made by a because it has that lucha libre um yep. kind of feel to it like and you can't, the, bu- you can't the buy them. Blackness around the eyes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You can't buy them. Uh, uh, you can't buy them in Mexico because uh, apparently the mask maker makes 
extras and sells them in Mexico. But uh, but yeah, you can't just go. Oh, can I buy a mask? I'm like, nah, you can't because I get these custom made. They're designed for my big salmon head. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. And I feel like because you said you did, you know, tag team, right? It'd be be cool if you had that, you know, like JC and um, the mother. Like I if tried I had the similar no, mask. I, I tried to. So uh, I There's had a photo of you and two other people with yeah, masks. I had I had a uh, a tag team. Oh, kind of a stable. Uh, called the Pride. Um, yes, yes, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I I remember going to a few shows on yeah. those. Yeah. So I was yellow. My tag team partner was blue, and then we had a female uh, member of our group, and she was pink. And pretty much my idea was because I have all these different colored masks at home. I've I've also got purple as well, um, and whatnot. And all I wanted to do was create the Power Rangers team of Ligers. <laughs> to um, me, that kind of reminded me of the whole Enzo, Big Kaz, and Carmella. Yeah. Trio. So, the cool thing about uh, Ligris, the female member of our group, is that she's now wrestling in the UK and under Dahlia Black, uh, and she's doing great. Her and the boyfriend are doing great things in the UK, uh, really making a, a name for themselves. They actually were at WrestleMania weekend this year doing mm-hmm. wrestling stuff um, for WWE in progress. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool, like because I remember seeing her really thrive under the mask, mm-hmm. because the mask kind of gives you a bit of anonymity. So you can kind of be a bit more open than your your true self. Yeah, that's and I, yeah. I I saw her grow so much as a wrestler, as a character under that mask. I was really proud of her. And then she lost the mask match to oh. to uh, to the current uh, current IPW champion Brittany. She lost the mask match. I remember she was like in the middle of the ring crying with the mask in her hands, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's Olivia Shaw!" And they didn't realize that she was. Ligris and me and my partner came out there and everyone's like oh like because our reputation were heels they thought we were gonna kill her and we came out there I came out there I picked her up gave her the biggest hug and I'm not a hugger so I gave her the biggest that hug like, uh, that's kind of like the curtain call again eh? yeah it's like you know, <laughs> she, was, she was heading off to, to England and stuff you know so I gave her the biggest hug told her she did really well we did our pose in one corner and here's the thing about wrestling you know you gotta you know people expect things and so when I came out there, people were like, oh, he's going to kill her. I went out there, hugged her, went out there and posed with her in one corner. So people were like, oh, okay, cool. You play around with people's expectations. It's, mm-hmm. that, it's, that, um, it's the entertainment side of pro wrestling. Yep. Then you took her out the back and killed her. And then we went to... <laughs> and so, and so you draw it out so people let their guards down. They're like, oh, okay, oh, we thought we were going to we smash her. We went to the other corner. And she's in the, in the middle rope posing. We're posing with her. Then me and my partner start, starts walking backwards. And we start sitting up, waiting for it to turn around. And then we hit our Dawn Raid on her, which is like a clothesline spear tackle. And she went flying <laughs> into the turnbuckle. And everyone just went, oh, she did. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Okay. Um, so yeah, so stuff like that's what I love about wrestling is the entertainment aspect. They're playing around with people's expectations. Um, one thing is, like, it's a weird way of, of, of putting it, but I love, what I love about wrestling is manipulating people's emotions. Mm. Making them feel happy making them feel sad making them feel angry and, and then everything 180 yeah and then make and with everything you do in the ring you're a puppet master mm. and the crowd of the puppets you know so that's one that's thing. the reason why chris jericho is so good at oh him. yeah he's jericho. one of the best man yeah, i reckon he, him triple h yeah um there's a few others as well aj styles yeah, yeah they they know how to... jericho jericho's the man because every time he, re- he reinvents himself yeah and he gets over you know, because he knows how to how to work. Well, that's the, crowd. the reason why he says that he's the best at what he does. He's the, he's the GOT, GOAT, he's the GOAT, yeah. greatest of all time. So yeah, so that's 
Um, yeah, so that's kind of crazy, like some of the stuff I've done. Well, with your talk about manipulation and you know molding people's feelings in the Tekken scene, who do you consider to be an enemy? It kind of you know like we were talking about Kyo being a villain. Yeah. Is there anyone? Because you go quite far back in the Tekken scene. Yeah. So in your mind who do you see as a villain you know like you play them and it's just like acid through their veins I, I, I don't really it's, have... it's troublesome because you don't you know you're not on the scene as often no but i'm sure you get a feeling like you said you know where your feelings are being manipulated by someone not really like because really? because i've always been pretty chill um and again like i i, I play taken to have fun um i don't take it too seriously so like even if I lose to someone that is you know, maybe I think oh they're not as good as me like, ah that's alright yeah um, what about online online the Tongan one <laughs> no <laughs> Tongan one I, I, no I like the, I like nah, the Tongan he's good, one he's right. um, I guess if you're talking about online oh okay who is it Colin Nett Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's weird too because when I met him at TWT, we I, were talking about this too. Yeah, that, I, but that day we were yeah. talking about this. I was yeah. I was surprised that he showed up, but then when I saw that he was like a little kid, I was like, oh man, there's no like I was like my my hate for him kind of went oh, dissipated it, it just went, yeah. because there was no point. I was like, oh, it's this little kid. Like to him, rankings mean everything, and trolling means everything to little kids, little shits like that. So I was like. <laughs> So that's when I was like, ah, I didn't even need to worry about him. Like yeah. that's, mm. and so Nothing yeah, to worry about. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, ah, he can do his thing. I'll do my thing. That's yeah. that's kind of how I've always been. And uh, you know, um, you know, there used to be salty guys back in the days. You know, Vince and, and Casey. Man, they used to have the, <laughs> the big, they used to have the, they used to have the biggest rages when they were losing and stuff. But like, I never got. Oh, like, do you remember Dylan? Oh no, yes, Dylan. Dylan, who's in Japan now, but um, but the the white guy who was brought up in Samoa. Um, and, and was and on spoke, crack and spoke yeah. um, your fluent Samoan yeah, flu- yeah. spoke fluent Samoan but he was on crack so he, was, he, had, the, he had the biggest meltdowns you know um, Neil used to have the biggest meltdowns too uh, Neil got he ne- punch ne- a hole in the wall yeah so Neil like you know um, but like now he's kind of but Neil's a, like Neil's a good guy no, I mean, he, he's a cool dude I mean, yeah. like I'm sure he'll admit that he would lose it a couple yeah. of times but he recovered like unlike other people no yeah, exactly really, so that's what I like, mean like Neil, Neil yeah. I remember Neil used to have some big meltdowns but like now he's mellowed out but it's nothing compared to what like gamers do now oh man you know like when they when they're frustrated they really get it out man um but yeah so like i never really had any enemies you know um it was just like yeah how about in the wrestling world do you have like a rival or do you have like someone that you know people are like oh fight this person no not really uh i just fight different people really um i kind of pride myself on being uh, someone that can work with anyone mm. uh, and hopefully um, most people will say the same that I can work with anyone of any style um, again I'm, I'm pretty lax I'm pretty chill so I'm like okay um, what do you do and I'll work around that you know and so I, I help kind of make people look good as well as beat them up so you so you wrestle you draw comics and you play fighting video game, like yeah. fighting games ticket yeah um you're also very active in like communities and such like i think i saw a photo of you on facebook where you were at um now not that it's not normal but i saw a photo of you at a mirai at a mirai it was some kind of ceremony or something and it looked very like it's something like wh- what other things do you get up to <laughs> yeah so yeah so like some of the some of the reasons why i can't make uh, offline events you know is either comics related or wrestling related 
but sometimes I'm out of town or um, busy doing community events or school visits. So I, I'm part of Duffy Books and Homes. I'm uh, one of their role models, uh, talking to kids about my work as a comic book artist and a wrestler. And hopefully in the future, I can talk about being a sponsored gamer. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, I do primary schools, I do intermediate schools, high schools. And the, the further you were talking about, the marae was in Rotorua. And last year, they had their first batch, Animation College campus down there, had their first batch of uh, graduates. And so they invited me to be a guest speaker at their graduation. Uh, and that was pretty cool uh, mm. to kind of share my experience and see other brown people, you know, <laughs> kind of following their artistic dreams. Mm. And, like, and I was kind of an example of what is possible. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of what I do as well. Uh, and I love to share my story of kids to hopefully inspire them to follow their dreams, regardless of what it is. It doesn't have to be comics or wrestling, mm. um, but like showing them what's possible mm. when you kind of go down that rabbit hole of following your dream. Because they can go down that rabbit hole of just like, yeah, I wouldn't say throwing their life away, but just kind of tunnel yeah. tunnel vision, like well, not yeah. seeing other yeah. options. Like I, as I said, like earlier, like I just want to have fun, and I get to have fun doing the stuff doing the stuff I love as a career as a job that's mm. crazy like and you know, the little kid in me that, uh, that dreamt about this stuff like still can't believe it, it's possible that I've man, I'm making it happen mm. at the moment you know you know not only have I done the WWE comics work I just finished doing some trading cards for Marvel and Upper Deck and so like I'm like oh my god I've done some official Marvel work Marvel de- deck cards uh, trading cards really? yeah so I did, I did 40 trading cards for Upper Deck and Marvel. Wow. Um, so yeah, so it's that kind of stuff um, that I'm just like, I can't believe that happens to me. And like, you know, being able to share the ring with famous wrestlers that I grew up, being able to work with famous wrestlers on Headlocked as well, it's, it's mm. crazy, you know? That's the one with Jerry the yeah, King. Yeah, Jerry the King Law yeah. and stuff and so, and, and Ric Flair. Um, so yeah, so for me, all I, all I care about is just having fun and keeping it real. Like my, my, my actual mantra, my motto uh, in life is do the work and don't be a dick that's it and that that seems to get that I get to I get to get I get by with that okay doing the work and not being a dick alright okay so now I've got a question for you it's the one that always circulates <laughs> well, let's say let, let, let me ask this then okay so yeah, yeah it's the one that it, it gets asked with like, the one that the everyone wants to know the answer to yeah right? so so who is your oh, should I say Tekken Up yeah I say yeah. Tekken waifu who's your Tekken waifu you, you guys should you guys should know it's probably JC JC yeah it, it, has can't, to be, be JC. it can't be anyone it, anyone you know? else um, you're so into wrestling when, you don't use anyone else when I so. when I brought Ligris into the fold for the pride yeah I I in my mind wanted to do a JC style Liger mask <laughs> and that's what she kind of did she uh, she she um, she modelled it uh, to fit her face because I have a big bonger face and she was a small <laughs> She's a small uh, Balangi girl. So she, so she had to mod it and alter it, but she also changed it and it kind of looked like a JC mask. So yeah, JC, uh, hands down. You, know, you, you can have your boobs on Christy you know, and, and you know, Katarina and all that stuff and, and Josie and stuff, but I'll have my mask, uh, my mask check uh, JC. And I her, mean, I know. And especially with her, uh, her great mood of Frankensteiner. Yeah. Um, that, that was that, I, I marked out for that when I first saw that in the game because when she does the hood of Kanrana mm. and she goes like that that's a great mood with, the devil, with yeah. the devil horns thing yeah. so yeah that's a great mood thing and I saw that I was like I marked out for that and I was like yep this is my waifu you know her um, her Mad Axe before yep. when she was Julia 
Yeah, um, the same notation would give her that other throw that is that looks yeah. really cool. The um, the spinning head scissors one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's um, cool. yeah. No, she has some great moves in, in Tekken Tag too, and uh, but I didn't I didn't explore enough with her to be able to use her uh, on uh, seriously. Yeah, but Jamie would to... have been the one to go to for all that, I suppose. Yeah. Nah, Jamie actually didn't want to um, pick up JC at all. Yeah, because I mean, she was just really different. She's technically yeah. a new character. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't know how anyone else thought. I never really found Julia quite attractive, but JC, yeah, because yeah. of that, you know, the outfit, the yeah. mask, it's the mystery. You know? like, <laughs> and the, I, yeah. I actually, like in the Tick and Tag two uh, customizations, I actually really like Michelle's one. Her uh, oh, the black one, yeah, with the, the black one. I like that. Too. I was like, man, that's actually that's actually a cool um, a cool mask and stuff. They uh, should have made her a palette swap, like Julia Michelle. Like yeah. that would have been cool. Uh, but Michelle was more traditional Chang style. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but JC was totally different. Mm. Um, so yeah, but no, JC hands down. Yeah. Okay. We kind of expected that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good, man. Um, there was actually something you wanted to. Um, I don't know if I'd, if I'd say announce, but you had oh, some, yeah, stuff you had something works. that you wanted to to say on the yeah. podcast. So as I was talking about, like you know, uh, the community and, and the atmosphere is different now than back in the days. It's not as salty. You know, there is salt, obviously, but like it's more communal, right? And coming back into the fold with some of these offline events and catching up with people, meeting new players, meeting players I've met online in real life. I'm like, man, this is actually kind of cool. Like, um, I kind of want to be a part of that in some small way as well. So I'm looking at um, organizing a Tekken tournament. Uh, on January the 20th which is a Saturday uh, at Arkham City Comics which is the comic store I, I work at and frequent um, that's cool we, uh, like I'm, I'm still nailing down uh, the details and stuff which I hopefully would have by the time off-season salt next Saturday is mm. is around but uh, yeah January 20th Arkham City Comics I'm looking at that's, doing that's a, the date Jim. yeah January wow. 20th okay. no, that's good, um, yeah just gotta sort out prizes and, and like the format um, and whatnot. um so what made you want to do the tournament just that just that vibe that the, the community has now like wanting to hang out with the guys play some good Tekken mm. you know that's, talk crap. that's also um, you know what I wanted to add in is that the difference between back then okay yeah. so you know every time when I'll be like okay well what we're going to be doing is we're going to go to Yifans or we're going to go to yeah. Time Zone we're going to play some Tekken we're going to go eat and then we're going to go back and play some more yeah. Tekken over here you know it's um people doing different things yep. as well and so, like, yeah I, th- I think the online community as well has grown it uh, in a different exactly. aspect but then I think also with Tekken 7 being such a great game so it's so so like my favourite Tekken since f- DR like, it's, flesh, it's yeah. fleshed out yeah. a lot of people but, unlike any other Tekken yeah, game no, yeah, Tekken 7 yeah. like has, has totally smashed Street Fighter 5 um, like new players are coming out of the woodwork new players are coming into the fold and so like, like the return of D Sam man, I'm yeah. so oh, man, like yeah. the man, yeah. you know. But like, stuff like also, that. Also, the return of Vince. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's just like you. So, like, so I would yeah. never think they would come back. So stuff like that. Yeah, and then you're like, you're like, what are you doing now? It's like, oh yeah, I've got kids, four of them. You know? But yeah, it's stuff like that that made yeah. me feel like you know I, I want I want to do something for the community as well and and kind of um kind of just bring everyone together again like these offline tournaments usually do and so mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so I wanted to kind of do something with that with Arkham City Comics that's good stuff so, yeah. man so no, Saturday cool. January 20th is, yeah. yeah so um, yeah keep that date in mind eh January yeah. 20th um, more details to follow that's for sure more details to follow yeah, yeah. Um, 
Arkham City comics in Royal Oak, but yeah, yeah Royal Oak Miguel Mall. will be the so, one to head up for this. So. We're based inside the Royal Oak Mall. There's a McDonald's nearby. There's a food court. There's Wendy's. There's plenty of parking. Yeah, chicken is yeah. really good. There's plenty the of parking. Court. Like you know, like that's that's the thing. There's food nearby. There's bathrooms. It's a tournament inside a mall. Like yeah. that's the best place to have. Yeah, everything's so, there. Yeah, everything's yeah. there. So like you know, um, so you don't have to worry about paying like exorbitant parking fees like in town and stuff. Like there's always plenty of parking around and, and there's food like in walking distance. Yes, yeah, sweet man. So yeah, bloody Samoan. Um, if people are interested, uh, yeah. before we ride off into the sunset. Yeah. That's I'm adding the horse sounds. Well, that's because um, that's because I found out that Daly's part Tongan, so of course he's going to do the horse sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you betrayed me, Daly. You betrayed me. That's actually news to me. I yeah. didn't know that he was part Tongan. I yeah. thought he was part Sa. That's it. And yeah. and Tongan, yeah. unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is the Tongan too. He's the Tongan too. The Tongan um, too. Yeah. People are still driving with their Tongan flags like on yeah, their yeah. cars. Like, wow. Yeah. Like the, the it must, de- it must the fill your heart with pride. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it sure does. Um, yep. But yeah, no, bloody someone. Where can people find you? Where can um, people find me? Where can uh, people see your artwork? Where can people reach yep. out to you? So if you know my name, it's pretty easy to know uh, to find me. So bloody someone. Not only is my PSN name and my ticket name, it's also my brand. So www.bloodysalmon.com Twitter's at bloodysalmon um, Instagram is bloodysalmonart Facebook is bloodysalmonart You just google bloodysalmon yeah. There's plenty of information about me online Where the tournament is is where yeah. he works Arkham City Comics, Royal Oak yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so google bloodysalmon You'll find me, you'll find my face All over the place, you'll find my artwork yep. Sweet as Cool Oh yes, and actually we should probably uh, Make note as well that uh, Chrono when you finish doing your PC work, okay. Well, Chrono's going to be in Wellington next week, um, from the fifth. Is the fifth? Yeah, the right? fifth to the twelfth. So, the fifth, yeah, I'm um, just taking some time off. As I said, you know, I'm taking a break yep. this month. Um, you're going to go visit um, some friends. So, obviously, as you already know, Alex and myself, yeah. we, oh, cool. so we're really good friends. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm I remember. Be... I remember back in Taken Five Days because you guys were the Ling players. I used to call you uh, Chromo, Chromo, Gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the the Ling players. <laughs> he, he didn't play that many. Uh, he didn't play that much Ling anymore. No, he doesn't. Well, uh, I don't think. Okay, I remember him ever as a Ling player. Started, ever since we started hanging out, he hasn't really been playing Xiaoyu. Oh. I don't know why. It's like she's she's alright, but yeah. he started playing Paw and Lee and yeah. all those others. Yeah. But oh, that's cool. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. So yeah. no, as I was saying, um, yeah. So I'll be also. Um, you know, going to the Rambats that's in, um, that's going to be there. Oh, cool. As well. So, uh, definitely going to be doing some podcasts over there with some of the prominent players and it'll be good. It'll, yeah. It'll so be a whole bunch of fun. Yeah. So if any Wellington players are listening, yep. Keep your eye out for Chrono. He will be hitting up one of your Rambats, uh, when he's there. Yep. Entering your township on December 5th. Um, he'll definitely be hitting up one player that I guess I'll mention now. Uh, Kevlar X920. <laughs> Look behind your shoulder, mate. You might have a chrono, wild chrono coming out from the bushes. <laughs> Probably six IVs too. Six I, yeah, six IVs, perfect IVs. Yeah, perfect IVs. Yeah, yeah. now we definitely want to get Kevlar on a podcast if we can. So this is just an early warning. Don't want to go to Wellington with you know and get nothing. Well, what I was what I was planning to do is, um, you know, we're trying to set this up. So me, Blackout, Kevlar, and possibly Corn Willis, um, Fergus. 
So we're basically trying to see who we can go to after the tournament to have some casuals. What I'm going to probably do is I'll just have the I'll just have the laptop on, and I'll have the microphone on, yeah. and then I'll just get someone just to come and sit down. Once they once they're pretty much done, they're and gone, do the and arm. then I'll just keep going. Yeah, do the yeah, well, it'll yeah. just it'll be like a good three hour podcast. Yeah, with different uh, members with different of the. People. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I'll probably play some music and something, like, you know, once um, you know, once we're taking a break. Yeah. Yeah. It'll yeah. Be... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, that's great. Chrono will be yeah. going down with, yeah. the, with the Omen laptop. Hopefully we'll have it by then. Stickers and all that. And yeah, please don't feel, you know, please don't feel afraid. You know, hit Chrono up, hit Blackout, hit Corn Willis, hit any of those. Oh, I would bunch love up. to hit Blackout physically <laughs> <laughs> that <Yeah>. guy <laughs> but you, uh, you can't hit him if you damn. can't see him yeah damn <laughs> oh, is that a black joke okay let, yeah. let, 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 let's wrap this up shall we <laughs> alright so no, all um, before we go and ride off into the sunset <laughs> shut up now, um, so is there any special mentions that you wanted to um, point out there Mikael no, not really. Uh, no, I just want to thank you guys for taking the time out. Uh, no, no, to, it's been our pleasure. To have me on the podcast, and uh, you know, despite the technical difficulties, we made it work. Yeah, man. Definitely. Um, but no, yeah, like to everyone else out there who's listening or gonna listen uh, later on, uh, any Tekken players out there, just you know, hopefully I'll see you guys online or offline. You know, feel free to add me, uh, Bloody Salmon. That's my PSN name. Um, I'm always keen to have some casual casual matches because it's always casual to me <laughs> um yeah no again thank you uh you know drax chrono and virtual bacon it was, uh, it was a pleasure being a part of this yeah thank you very much for coming everybody that's bloody Samorn. that's uh Mikhail as well uh we'll be signing out there so yeah uh drax you want to sign us off man has been invited to do podcast man has done podcast if man is real Man will come to off-season salt, garden of might, and bloody salmon tournament. Thank you. Okay, everyone signing off. Yo, See you boy. later, guys. Yo, it's Bruce Bender. Yo, what up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, this is Hyena. You're listening to the Salt Shaker Podcast. And you're listening to the Salt Shaker Podcast. Yo, this is Paris and Dead. Hey, this is Penny Power. This is Royston, and you're listening to this. You're listening to the Salt Shaker podcast. That was just before we put it on YouTube. Gabe, aka Jabu the Hut, and you're listening to Salt Shaker's podcast.
Thank you.